This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi guys, it's Sunday again. Um, James here as usual. I'm with Neil. Hi James, you alright? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, so this week we're going to review the Burnley game, which obviously has just finished. Um, so looking forward to it. So Neil, Burnley. Um, Two losses on the trot now. I'm not sure where to start. Um, so I'll hand over to you to start because you've always got some good insight. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, but also, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, in my opinion. Um, so just overall match, it was, compared to Southampton, it was a better game. Uh, the, the opponent did turn up overall. Burnley looked not very good first half. And actually, OK, I understand why they're in a relegation scrap this season. Second half, they turned it up and we just could not keep up. They were dominating us all over the pitch when it came to the only way they didn't really dominate us that much was the strike. But again, they made that er- they made that mistake. Uh, we, we made the mistake of Johnny Evans made a bad error. But apart from that, is, is building blocks. We're working from it and we, we're going to have a good, good season still. Bear in mind that Chelsea have lost Manchester City have drew Liverpool are too far gone. So we're still in a good position. I don't think we need to worry too much, but I think you were going to say something about fatigue. Yeah. So we said the first half of the season was absolutely amazing. We were second semi-final of the cup, which we're still in. I think we'll beat Villa. Uh, FA Cup still going well so I think so far we've had an amazing season I think the first half of the season we played every game at 120% um, and that's now starting to catch up with certain players um, we've seen Chilwell's been out of the game for the last month um, he looks tired we, we've already spoke about the last few weeks around Tillemans he's looked tired the last few weeks as well and a lot of them are starting to look tired um, Vardy did well. Um, he had a break, which seemed to he seemed to have come back a bit revitalised, not scoring as much as he was. Um, but I think overall, a lot of them are just tired. Um, and I think January, I'm quite surprised that we've not brought anyone in so far to cover. Yeah, I think the one of the places that we really need covering, um, I think one people got one person I'll come to on in a bit is Jared Bowen, who I know you want to talk about. Uh, but a centre back, so. Again, Benkovic wasn't even in the squad this week, um, which is a bit of a bit of a shame to be honest. But I don't think he was going to come on anyway because Morgan was there. But the uh, idea was, just, yeah. So Benkovic thing, I, I've read a few things today that he's off to Derby. Yeah, he wants to go off to Derby, but they need to replace him. Yeah, they so, want to go to so Derby. If he's, if he's going, are we now saying that he's just not good enough? 
because he's been in the reserves, he's been playing for the under-23s for a few months now. So is it got to the stage now with trying to offload him or does he need that first-team opportunities? Well, I think he's one for the future, just like Siunchu was. Because Siunchu and Evans, this game wasn't great, but they're playing really well together. Yeah, Venkovic isn't going to come in. And why would you change that back line? I know, yeah. uh, sorry, the back two central defenders. That's the issue. Yeah. So he can't get into that squad. Even Morgan can't get into that squad. Yeah. So you've got to keep him with the team and train him. But the reason why they want to send him out alone, in my opinion, get him to Derby, get him some game time, then we can make a decision. Are we going to keep this guy? Because if we're in the Champions League, we're going to need squad rotation. We're going to see if we're going to be the player that we know he can be. So yeah. that's the reason why I think that he, they're getting rid of him on loan just so they can see what he's capable of. If not, we'll get another centre-back in the in the window and then we'll loan in another centre-back. But yeah. I, can't see the, I can't see the point in that. And I can't really think of another centre-back that will want to come to a team that is in the top four and just sit on the bench. So that, that's my only issue at the moment. I think one thing that I've just wrote down on my notes as well is the distribution out back at times today. It was an issue against Southampton. It was better today, but at times when Burnley all decided to press us, we didn't know what we were doing. Um, we just yeah. kind of passed it back. And go, uh, we're not sure what we're doing. Pass it. And I remember um, Suyunchi did not a good pass back to Schmeichel. And instead of just hit going, right, I don't know what I'm doing with this and hitting it long, he created an opportunity where he put Fuchs in a lot of trouble when somebody was closing yeah. him in. That was one point where I was like, oh, this is, come on, guys, we need to sort this out. Again, fortunately, that didn't happen too many times throughout the game. Yeah. But overall, I think, yeah, it was brilliant. It was it was brilliant performance by Burnley second half to really come back into the game from 1-0 down. And the distribution from Schmeichel and from the back, keep playing out for the back. We just It just seems to be that Rodgers isn't changing it. And at times we were just hoofing the ball and not really doing anything with it. So I don't know if you've got an opinion on that because we definitely spoke about playing it out of the back from last week. Yeah, I, I think, as I said to you, I said to you before, before we started talking um, offline, is that we miss him, did he? He seems to be. I know when you see him play, you're like, oh, he's amazing. But when he's not there, you miss. He's that connection between the defence and midfield. He's the one that will go and get the ball off the back four and pass it forward um, to Madison, uh, Pratt when he's playing, or, or Tillemans. He's that link between. And he's also that man that sits in front of the defence and gives that defence confidence. When he's yeah. not playing, they do not look that confident at the back. But when he's there, they know that he will mop everything up. He'll be there if needs be. And he's that extra cover. And I think now he's injured and not playing. It kind of shows how much of a big gap he should be when he's there. And I think we went through the same thing when Kante went. I was just you, about you to see, mention that, yeah. You, you see the massive gap that they leave when they go. And I think Ndidi is injured and he's not there. And I think that gap is too big for the way we currently play. Yeah, I agree. That's the same thing that we said when Kante left. There's going to be a big hole in the middle. And what he realised, Mendy did one job and Pratt did another job. Both, I think, had decent enough performances today. But they were like one in Diddy together. They were both playing like Diddy makes up that two players that we thought Kante Kante made up. So it's it's great to see him. Again, if he's injured, there's nothing we can do. Um, yeah. And I've seen the Arsenal rumour to talk about getting one of our players in the summer, but we'll yeah. see about what happens there. But that's definitely a big punch in the gut for us. And we didn't realise how, how much we missed him until yeah. we started playing. And, our, so, and again, we were missing Chowdhury again. He's not been looking great, but I think Mendy came in and did a decent job for somebody that's quite small. I think he's about five foot seven. Yeah. Coming to a team where Burnley are big, stocky, four four two, getting your face, old English team. 
We yeah. knew it was going to be a tip of a challenge. So I think Mendy did a decent job. Bearing in mind, he's only played two games this season for in the Premier League. So yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so let's have a look at the stats of the game then, Neil. So looking at the key stats, uh, Neil, obviously we lost 2-1. They had eight shots. We had 18 shots. That's a bit high. Uh, mm-hmm. They had five on target, whereas we had eight on target. Um, possession, we had more possession, 56 compared to their 44. Our, cash, our pass completion rate was at 79, whereas last week when we lost to Southampton, it was low 70s, so that's a big improvement. And theirs was 73, where corners, we got five and they got four. Um, so what do you think to them stats, Neil? Anything to add? Well, one of the main things is that I know we've got more corners, um, but being Burnley, they've had four corners. That's essentially four clear-cut chances for them. I think it's that that you sent me earlier regarding clear-cut chances in the attack. We had three and they had zero. So for you just can't let them win corners because it used to be another team that played 4-4-2, very direct, used to be a West Brom under Tony Pulis. And this seems yeah. like a similar thing where, again, Johnny Evans was in that team. He knows how to defend against these big players, and yeah. they didn't. And it, but again, they deserve that that goal because it was coming. They they kept attacking us from them corners. Um, the ball went in, and it was they they played it well and they scored. But overall, the fact that they had zero clear cut chances from open play, and we've still conceded yeah. two, shows a bit how much that we're kind of we're struggling a bit defensively. Um, and that, again, from what you are saying earlier, I think is down to Indidi. Again, yes, Johnny Evans made a bit of a calamity and he's not really made one since he's come into the club, so we can leave that. But again, they deserve that. From the effort they put in, from the fact that they were tackling our players, winning the ball back and just beating us in every opportunity, I think, yeah, it was it was brilliant. What were your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. That. I thought their first goal, but I thought a lot of their corners, they had four corners, they were always aiming for the back post. Um, and they had three or four jumping against Ricardo, and I thought, oh, he's the small, one of the smallest blokes on the pitch. Um, and they've got strong, big, tall tall um, defenders that, that were doing that, and their first goal was exactly that, headed back across. Schmeichel couldn't keep it out. Uh, Chris, Wood, Chris Wood always scores against us. Yeah, former um, players. Yeah, they always do. Um, their second goal, uh, ball was whipped in. Uh, Evans couldn't clear it enough. Uh, straight to their player, um, and then it went in off Fuchs, but I think it had gone in if Fuchs went there anyway. Um, seemed a clear-cut shot, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, so looking at the stats, we had eight on target. For someone who, before probably Christmas, we were everything we were touching, we were scoring. Now we're struggling to score as well. I, I know we're not defending the best, but I think we're also struggling to score as well. Good to see Barnes on, on the score sheet. He's been missing in the last few weeks, although he's been playing. He seems to be drifting in out of games. Very good to see him on the score sheet. Um, but then we have a penalty. How can you miss a penalty? Um, penalties we should be burying. Um, I will say one thing, though. Nick Pope. Yes. Um, talk, talk of him being England's number one. Totally agree. He had an amazing game today. Um, dealt with everything that he was given. Yes, we scored. But a lot of the time, there was, I think there was a shot from Barnes he saved one from Vardy that he saved. There's a few that kept him in the game, which could have changed it. Um, but, that, but that penalty, as soon as he saved that, I think that was the turning point in the game. Yes, for sure. I agree with that. And just going back to Nick Pope, I think we do have to give him credit. And as you probably see from the stats below, I've not given a man of the match 
not because we don't deserve it. It's be- just because Nick Pope deserves it more than any of our players. Uh, sometimes I normally give one of the matches to a few players, like last week I did give it to Dennis Pratt, who again had a brilliant game, but we'll get on to later. But overall, because of the saves that he made, again, the Pratt save was a, a fantastic save. The fact that he saved a penalty and he kept them in the game and then they scored, it was down to him. So credit to Burnley and credit to Nick Pope, who, again, I think deserves man of the match because we we played well, but Burnley just turned it up another level. And as I was saying earlier, we just couldn't keep up. So, again, it's just I feel I feel like in the first half, it was a different performance to the second half. Um, we closed in packs. We worked together as a team that which it didn't look like against Southampton. It looked disjointed and the team wasn't playing well together. And I've just put down here, yeah, the teamwork was very key in the first half. And it just, yeah. when Burnley took took it up a gear, the teamwork, the team didn't band together and go, right, we're going to raise our levels and attack yeah. them a little bit more. And that was the main issue. That's the reason why Burnley won, as well as just putting in brilliant performances, because they weren't passes off the park, but they were challenging us. And from the physicality that they've got, they were just strengthening us off the park. And we deserve to lose that game, unfortunately. But I think... We get we're on this bad run, and we can all admit that we're on a bit of a bad run at the moment. And and yeah. yes, but you look at the team around us. Manchester City this yeah. week have just drew. Uh, Chelsea have yeah. just lost. We yeah. we are Liverpool have gone. They they they've won the league. People are. I've got friends at work. They're already planning to go down for the parade already because the ticket prices and travel prices are going through yeah. the roof. So, seeing within this position. Other teams are not doing as well. There's still a big points difference. So it's not hands on our heads. Let's not mention Claude Puel. Let's just get on with it. And we will recover from this from this blip. I, kn- I know we can. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that. I think so. I think it's a blip. I think they're tired. Um, I think no competition for certain places causes us problems as well. Because there's no... If you have a bad game, it doesn't really matter. Because there's no one going to come in and steal your place. Um, and we've got no one of that much quality that can come on and do that. Um, if you look at the Man Cities that you just mentioned, look at their bench. They're all world-class players um, that most teams would love to have, um, whereas we struggle bench-wise and squad-wise. And I think January we need to bring people in. Um, and for the Champions League in the summer, um, I think we'll finish second or th- I think we'll finish probably third, if I'm being honest. I think Man City will probably finish second. If we finish third, Champions League football, which everyone will love, but I think we need to have that squad. Um, because last time we was in the Champions League, it was amazing. Every single game was great, went to Europe, everyone loved it. Um, but the thing that disappointed me is that's all we concentrated on that league, on that year. Um, I want to be like the Man Cities and the Liverpools of this world who can concentrate on everything. They can go for the league, they can go for the Champions League, they can go for the Cups and be able to do that. But you need a squad big enough to do that. And I think that's where we're building. But it's going to take time. But I think good times ahead. And I think this is just a blip. I don't think we've the wheels have totally fallen off. It's only a few games. Once... Um, they get energy back and start fighting for the ball a lot more and working as a team, then I think we'll start seeing wins again. Uh, today was close. Um, I could see us beating West Ham, if I'm honest. Yep. yep. There's one point that I'm going to pick you up on. So you mentioned that there are players that aren't going to be dropped. So yeah. I don't think that's true, actually. Uh, for this year, look at, for example, this game that's just gone. Fuchs came out of the team. 
Uh, sorry, Bruce yeah. went into the team and Chilwell came out. Tillemans has been dropped to the bench. Pratt has come in because he's got decent. He's had yeah. a decent game and he's performed well. So the, the the manager does change things. It's not like Claude Puel, where I know I said I wouldn't mention him, but here we go again. The issue is certain players are not that in in my opinion he did them two were rightfully played Fuchs and Pratt but looking at yeah. the physicality of the team when we saw the team line that we me and you both said the wingers are going to get trashed alive and they were yeah um Perez got bullied off the ball a little bit more I, I would have definitely decided to play all Brighton what I think was wrong this yeah. is the kind of game he would have really thrived in and yeah. I could see him doing really well in this kind of game I think one problem that we had this just, it was again in Diddy. I think he not, ties everything up together, which is really, really good for us. Yeah. And we just missed him basically. And But overall, I still think it's a better performance than the Southampton game. We've had more time off, more time to reset. Uh, and overall, I think we're doing okay. So we don't need, to, it's not panic stations. We're still doing well. And I think it's going to be all right. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's on to West Ham. Um, I think it'd be a good game. I think, again, it'd be close. Um, but I think West Ham are beatable. Obviously, got a new manager, so they'll probably come and park the bus, as most teams do. Um, but it's still winnable. I think we've still, we've still got the players. And we still I've seen the style of football that we've got that can still win games. Yes, we should have won today. I mean, eight shots on target. You score three of them, you're home and dry. You score the penalty, you're home and dry. It's just little things like that going against us, and and I think it will come. Um, but obviously next week we'll be back again. Um, FA Cup weekend. Um, so we're back on Sunday to talk about the Brentford game. Hopefully we'll see that. And we're on TV again next week. Um, I think we're on BT Sport on Saturday lunchtime. Um, so it's been great again, Neil. Um, you'll be back next week as well? Yes, we'll be back next week. That should be for no problem. Okay, and we'll speak to everyone next Sunday. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.